Welcome to Songs to Chew. I'm Peter Alsop, and this week I've chosen a song I wrote about time. It's New Year's Eve today. Tomorrow's 2022. So, Happy New Year! Okay, the changing of the calendar year, along with the annual holiday vacations from work and school, give us time and a chance to reflect on how we spent our time last year. We get to think about how we want to spend our time next year. Many folks make New Year's resolutions with the idea that this year we will truly commit to take the time we need to sharpen our focus and accomplish some of the goals we thought we might be able to reach last year. But this song isn't really about New Year's resolutions. It's about paying attention to time, to how we spend our precious minutes with the others around us. The song's called My Little Clock. I wrote it as part of my In the Hospital album a project for kids and families in hospitals, for doctors and nurses and aides and staff people who work in hospitals, so we could really think about how we treat our patients, especially our little patients, our children, and to try a bit better to understand how they're treated in a hospital setting, and then make some changes for the better. Two wonderful pediatric nurses from the Children's Hospital and Medical Center in Seattle, Washington, Diane Grimm-Gates and Penny Peffley, were the ones who initiated the whole project, They called me and got me excited about doing an entire album story that could help us take steps to make hospital stays better for kids and families and staff. The first thing I did was to call my songwriting, storytelling, wise and silly pal, Bill Harley, and with his help and the guidance of Diane and Penny, we put this In the Hospital project together. It won a bunch of awards, including the Parents' Choice Best Children's Album of the Year Award when it came out. We can talk more about it after we listen to our song to choose today. Okay, so now, here's my little clock. You've got a big clock. I've got a little clock, too. Your clock's for your time. Your big clock pushes you. When you're in a hurry, my little clock's pushed aside. You make me use your clock. You don't care about my clock size. When your clock is ticking and everything changes, you haven't got time to explain. I have to use your time. You push me and pull me, and it never enters your brain that you've got a big clock. I've got a little clock, too. My clock's for my time. Your clock's time is up to you. Your clock's important. It's bigger, it makes more noise. But my clock's important, though you think it's just a toy. You're only trying to help me feel better, at least that's what you say. But I feel angry, I don't feel better when my little clock's treated this way. Oh, you've got a big clock. I've got a little clock too. I listen to your clock. Please listen to my little clock, too. I've only got a little time. Do you have a little time? A little time on your big clock. That's all I want from you. That was my daughter, Willow, singing. I play the orchestra bells and make clock sounds with my tongue. When you're a child and you're stuck in the hospital, time drags by really slowly. 
this song in particular was to raise the awareness of medical staff about paying attention and focusing a bit more on what a child's experience and perception might be of going through a hospital stay. Here are a few of the notes we put into our In the Hospital booklet that goes along with the album. A child's experience of time is often much different than our own grown-up experience. Actually, when any of us are thrown into a totally new and strange environment like a hospital, it can be truly disorienting. It's not uncommon even for grown-ups in a hospital to comment that they've lost track of what day it is. Children who can express their emotions, I feel angry, I don't feel any better, exhibit a powerful coping skill. And it's always appropriate to reinforce this behavior regardless of whether or not we like what we hear. And it's important to make time to listen to what's on the kids' minds. When a stressed and overworked healthcare professional who needs to complete a difficult procedure on a squirming and crying two-year-old asks other adult helpers to hold the child down while the procedure's completed without having first tried to calm and connect with that child, a form of child abuse is committed. It takes an extra bit of sensitivity to be aware of both clocks, the big hospital clock and the little child's watch. Taking the time to explain being flexible when possible and allowing choices can visibly decrease that little patient's sense of powerlessness and increase trust, cooperation, and even the rate of recovery. Paying attention to the age of a child and their own intrinsic sense of pace and rhythm will determine how much preparation time is needed for planned procedures and events. When faced with a reluctant child, we found that when a procedure needs to be done, we have a number of different choices we can offer that child before forcing the procedure on them. Maybe they'd like us to come back in 10 minutes, or maybe someone else with more time available, a family member, volunteer, or other staff, could do this with the child. Giving them a choice helps them feel more in control. If not the timing, then maybe the child could control changing the place so that we do the procedure. For instance, some kids are more cooperative in taking medicine when they're allowed to sit in the nurse's chair. If time is not negotiable, we might help a child feel more in control by asking what they would like to do as soon as the test is over. Sorry, going home is out. We may need to suggest some realistic options. An overstimulated child may benefit from a block of uninterrupted time in a quiet, dimly lit room, perhaps with some soft music, one-on-one -on -one time with a nurse or parent to just be with a child and hold them or do whatever the child wants to do, maybe soothing and help restore the child's own sense of self. Parents and nurses can discuss scheduling this special time so medical care can be planned around it. Paying attention to the times of the child's familiar events, such as meal times, favorite TV programs, or even the day of the week, can help keep the child oriented. A simple thing like opening a shade to see the sun or darkness outside can also make a big difference. Time in the hospital is important to all of us, and things may happen too fast for a child to think about. That's when gentle therapeutic touch, massage, and back rubs are nice ways to connect with the child and help them feel centered, loved, and nurtured. Talking about the events of the day for a few minutes in the evening before sleeping gives a child another chance to process these experiences. It also provides a nice opportunity to clarify misperceptions of events and help reframe things in a truer perspective. Nurse Diane made a wonderful video of this song that's available on YouTube. If you'd like to see it, simply type Peter Alsop, My Little Clock, into your browser, and it'll come up. That's our time for today. Obviously, we could come up with more ideas if we took more time. You get how it works. Paying attention and taking time for others in our lives is really important. So thanks for dropping by. I'm Peter Alsop, and I'll see you next week with another song to chew. Bye for now.